to give you some background, growing up, I was this kid <laughs> who, <laughs> who was always on a hita is different, right? I, I, I think most of my friends always hated me because, because their parents used to point at Anahita and say, look at Anahita and learn from Anahita. I, I, I never wanted that to happen, but it was just the way it was. Um, and when I was growing up, I had no friends or even the friends that I had really didn't enjoy being around me and I didn't enjoy being around them because I, I simply did not enjoy being around people my age. So whenever we went to gathering, even even though I was in primary school, I was like seven or eight years old, I always hung out with adults. I, I sat with a group of men discussing politics or I don't know, stuff like that, you know? I, I never went to the room where children were playing. Um, and I think this, this was a two-way street. They also didn't enjoy being around me. And when I went to middle school, my, and I wasn't good at teamwork. In primary school, I was terrible at teamwork. Whenever we wanted to do team projects or stuff, I was so bossy uh, that I annoyed everyone. <laughs> Literally, I think everyone hated being in the group where Anaita was the team member. <laughs> but <laughs> when I went to middle school, um, my school put a lot of attention to teamwork and leadership. So everyone had to learn to teamwork, <laughs> right? Because it was the at the core of what the school philosophy was about, I think. And in every class, in every project, we were in teams. And I was having such a hard time because in primary school, I can say many of the students weren't performing well or they didn't have the necessary uh, skills to lead a team or to plan for the team and stuff like that. But when I went to middle school, everyone was talented. Everyone was good. Everyone had the potential to be the team leader. And being the bossy Anahita and the antisocial Anahita was try starting to uh, have its consequences. It was starting to hit me in the face, right? <laughs> and, and because the school was putting so much attention, I had to learn how to teamwork. I had to learn how to socialize. And, and I started learning. It was the self uh exploration journey from realizing who i was and realizing why that person what being that person is not good and realizing who i want to be as a human being um so after three years in middle school i learned to be a more social person a better team player um a leader who is not a bossy person, right? And I remember I, it was between middle school to the first year of high school. I, I was probably 13. I called many of my friends or met them in person to apologize for, 
or the person that I was, right? And um, I literally did that. <laughs> and when I went to high school, I could see that journey yielding fruit because I was performing better in teams. I was leading teams and more people were enjoying working with me. And I was enjoying being part of teams more than I was enjoying working independently. And I think the highlight was during the German Olympiad where, um, where, where they gave me the fairness prize for <laughs> being, uh, I don't know how to explain this, but I don't know, being, a socially pleasant person, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't, or for helping other people, being a good team player and stuff like that. Um, so, and that's why that prize is like the greatest achievement of my life even now after so many things that have happened. Yeah, so it's important to me because it shows me after so many years of suffering, literally suffering, and being willing to change and then changing, going through all of that. Um, it's not the recognition actually that matters to me. It's the fact that, you know, the recognition comes from the fact that you have actually changed, right? So that's like a reflection of reality. It's not reality itself. And that reality is very important to me um, and makes me super happy. Um, but about the German Olympiads, <laughs> the German <laughs> Olympiad is like an event. It's like a two-week event where participants, two participants per country, um, get to the final round, which is in Germ, which is held in Germany, and there they have independent and team pro projects. So. Every every two years it takes place, and for each uh, each one, there is a different subject, a different group of subjects, and uh, the participants. My year it was, I think, the environment, um, art or culture, and another one, and we had to make a wallpaper with on the topic that we chose so so we had to write essays in that wallpaper and take pictures and stick them and uh, there was also another round of independent work i i can't remember but there was also a team project and in this team project we had to um prepare a show which could take the form of a talk show, a theater show, an improv, and many other things, and be creative and talk about that topic. Um, and then there was an, another round where we had to describe a picture and in German, and someone would draw what we were describing. They weren't seeing the original picture. Uh, and that was also happening in teams. Yeah, I think I'm missing something here, but it was so many years ago. It was seven years ago. Um, 
Yeah, so that was like the Olympiad, but at, uh, the Olympiad was taking place in three different levels. So the level that I was participating in was the A2 level in the European language framework. So A2 is for beginners usually, and it was like one year after I, w I started learning German. Uh, the second level was more intermediate advanced and the third level was advanced. So that year I was in the beginner's team, the beginner's level. And the year, the two year after that, where I didn't get into the final round was I was participating for the, the rather advanced team, which is when I didn't get in. So yeah, <laughs> that must be Olympia. <laughs> I mean, it's interesting. I thought German Olympiad is... <laughs> They gather German-speaking students, and you need to translate text in a competitive <laughs> way. <laughs> That's like a big exam. <laughs> no, it was very interesting. I was actually surprised how creative uh, mm. the way the Olympiad was designed. Yeah. Yeah, no, that sounds really cool. It's like a mini, no startup weekend. Not focused on startup, <laughs> but any creative project. Yeah. Um, but no, I think it's, you know. It's very interesting the way you speak about how you learn to take risk, how you learn to be vulnerable, how you learn to be more social. It's you learned it right. I mean, feel like you are conscious that you actually learned it, and that you, you know, you said risk. Okay, I, 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 I mean, from what I understood, you learn risk because you know you have better outcomes and you lose less. I felt like teamwork was similar. You know, okay, now. It's part of curriculum. I need to be a become a better teamwork team player, uh, so I will learn this. So it's very interesting um, to see that, and also that how both are linked together. Now, when you say, "Yeah, I, I, I apologize to everyone," it's a form of vulnerability, um, mm -hmm. and it's a form yeah to improve your leadership and stuff. It's, it's interesting. Everything happened at the same time, but everything is linked together. Yeah, it's and like pieces of a puzzle that first you cannot see, but when you look back, you see things fitting. And and this is something that keeps happening in life, you know? That was like a highlight I told you about. But, but now even um, I'm trying to learn to embrace things the way they are every single day. It's not like at some point I learned and I accepted to accept It's something that is hard to implement in real life. It's easier said than done. And every day you encounter situations where things happen. You have to accept. You have to let yourself be vulnerable, take risks. And on a daily basis, you learn all of these things. And you trial and error on what works, what doesn't work. And then tomorrow it's a new day all over again. And, and I think... Um, Things eventually, even if it takes a lot of time, start fitting together. Then that I don't know if I still don't know if I believe in this or not. But then you realize that there is a meant to be, and things happen for a reason. Life proves you proves to you that that's the case, but you still deny, you still <laughs> make mistakes, and you still don't trust the universe, and then. Again, life slaps you in the face and says, uh-huh, there, there it is again. 
Do you have a, because you, you, you are a framework person, a structured person, but do you have, you know, because you were mentioning when you were younger, you had this weighted matrix, you know, to choose a course or what. But yeah, what are your frameworks to either decision making or to, you said, you know, try and error, but what, How do you know when you did something and it's not what you're supposed to do or it's an error or you need to move on or improve it? It's, it's very difficult. I think I'm still trying to learn that. Uh, I still have that matrix. Um, and because it's not, a, it's not something that you can generalize, every specific case has, has its own matrix because you have different criteria. Every, in, in every single case but like the way I do uh, make decisions is I I make a matrix of criteria because they're the decisions are usually picking and picking an option from a pool of options right I I list the criteria I list the weights then score them score each option for each criteria and then sum up the scores. And then that's just the first stage. The second stage is you, you see the scores, but you don't accept <laughs> what you're saying. <laughs> like the doubt moment, right? So you say, did I score them correctly or not? This score, total score doesn't seem right. And then you either comply with your own matrix or you don't you make a totally different decision you go with your heart or something like that but then you see the outcome and and i think something that i was talking to my uncle about a couple of weeks back was we spent so much time and we get anxiety from all of these decisions And in the end, the decisions that we invest so much time and effort on are not going to have the tiniest impact on what happens in the future. Um, but rather, the embracing of opportunities that come along, those are the key moments in life. And this is, some, this is like a hypothesis that If it's true, it undermines every kind of problem-solving method or, I don't know, life, life coaching system that is in place, right? Um, so with regards to realizing if I made the right choice or not, I think even when you see the outcome, you can't tell if you made the right choice or not because life is still going on And you still don't know them, the actual impact that it has on your life path. So it's always too soon to tell if you made the right choice or not. But something that I have come to learn is no matter what decision you, you make, because each of them are a learning opportunity, um, even if you made the wrong decision, you made the right choice, <laughs> right? So, yeah, that's something that I've learned and I'm trying to implement. So if I want to respond to your question, I don't know. 